0: Thank you for tuning in to the Isaac Carpenter Audio Podcast, where we believe God's Word can change your life forever. This episode is the final week of the Kingdom series, and we will be discussing how you and I are Kingdom citizens. Let's get to it.
1: Does anybody remember what uh, the first thing that we talked about was? It starts with a P. Peace. It came from out uh, of Matthew 6.33. Uh-huh. Remember, it's the one we were talking, and I was leading up to Matthew six thirty three, and we were reading a couple of scriptures before that. And Steve was like, "I think it's leading up to Matthew 6.33. <laughs> I It's like, I remember that. I think that's where I'm headed up to. Since you already jumped up there, um, starts with a P. It's it's not listed in Matthew six thirty three. But we, we talk about it out of that scripture. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. priorities. I did that. I do that too. So we're going to be talking about priorities just for a moment. Like I said, we're going to be talking about everything that kind of went over for the first six weeks. But for the first thing I want to talk about just for a moment is priorities. Um, and so you need to know that your life, if you were to look back on your life up to the moment that you're at right now, you would find yourself where you're at today because of one thing. All the decisions that you made in your life. Mm -hmm. And the decisions you made in your life were based off of where your priorities were at. Mm -hmm. And so you can ultimately say that I'm where I am today because of the priorities of my life. So if you don't like where you're at in life today, I would suggest look at your priorities. If you do like where you're at today, then kudos your priorities during life. And so let's go to Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to read... 25 through
2: 32. So if somebody want to get there.
1: Matthew chapter six. What page? That'll
2: be for everybody. <laughs> Matthew six 25 through 32. On oh, there. All right, go so ahead. Oh. Um, therefore, hold oh, line. Therefore, I say to you, take no. What you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put in one. It's not life more than food in the body and the clothing. Look at the bird, verse twenty-six. Look at the birds of the air, for they do not sow, nor do they reap, nor gather into water. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you much? Are you not much better than they? Twenty-seven. Who among you, by taking thought, can add a cubit to his stature? Keep going? Yeah, all the way through. Just read uh, 32 and then stop. Okay. 28, why take thought about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. They neither work nor do they spin. 29, yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not dressed like one of these. 30, therefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, thirty-one. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Thirty-two. For the Gentiles seek after all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you have no, you have need of all these things. <coughs> all right,
1: Steve, you can read Matthew <laughs> 32.
0: <laughs> let <laughs> seek see. First, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you.
1: What translation is that? New King King James. Someone read. Someone read that one again from another uh, translation, just in case it says this the Let's see. First, the kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Alright, so Matthew 6.33, but seek first, somebody say first, First. the kingdom of God, somebody say the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, somebody say His righteousness, righteousness. and all of these things shall be added unto you. And so in this passage, we see that the number one priority is to do what? Seek His kingdom first. And that's the number one priority. The number one priority is that we seek God's kingdom first. First. And so our first introduction in this passage is to, and if you'll, if you'll remember this if you were in this week. Um, the first one is to do what? Is to seek. Right? Somebody tell me what that
2: means. Pursue.
1: Pursue. Chase after. What is that? Oh. Prioritize. That's And this is what a lot of people do when we read this passage of Scripture. Let me read it again. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. And notice that it says, seek His kingdom. It doesn't say just seek. And I have a fear that we have a lot of people in the body of Christ that are seeking this and seeking that, seeking this and seeking that, and then wanting kingdom benefits. And you do not get kingdom benefits without following kingdom principles. It doesn't work like that. And so if you want kingdom benefits, you have to follow kingdom principles. Does everybody understand this? And so if you want to live like the culture and get kingdom benefits, you'll never get kingdom benefits. Now, if you want to be a part of this kingdom, you'll get kingdom benefits. I promise you you have to do that first step. You have to seek. Now, second thing, seek what? Seek. Seek. Seek His kingdom. Not man's kingdom. Praise the Lord. What's the third thing say? It's righteousness. Seek first. There we go. Seek first. We're seeking His kingdom and His righteousness. So the first thing is He's seeking, right? Then He's seeking the kingdom, and then we're seeking His righteousness. And then, when we, does everybody get this? Everybody have this? Good. Now we're going to move on to something that was mentioned in the following, and this was the five principles. Just going to just tally this: one, two, three, four, and five. Five principles of man's earthly earthly authority. Does everybody remember when we were talking about uh, authority, kingship? Everybody remember we were talking about that domain? I think that was week three. I couldn't be incorrect. So the first thing is, God gave man was what? What's the first thing God gave man? Dominion. Dominion. But dominion over what? Over the earth. Over the earth? earth. So territory. Alright? So the first thing God gave man was territory. The earth was created to give man kingship. Fast. That way we're not spending a lot of time reviewing. you uh, let's see here. <coughs> that was the second one. The third one is uh, the domain of earth is mankind's legal right, power, and authority. So I'll just write shift. Fourth, this was a this was a really good one. Let them are the key words in transfer of authority from God to man. God delegated authority to us because He wants to experience rulership. So four, does everyone remember we were talking about this? Let them. So you need to know that God, God, God delegated us to have authority. Does everybody understand that? Yes. Yeah. The first fifth thing, this is one of the most important. He gave us this kingship by privilege, not by right. privilege, not by right. And so you have to know that this authority that we have as children of God is not by right, it's by privilege. As we read in number four, let them. He gave us His authority. He delegated this authority to us. It's not, oh, I deserve this. No, He gave it to us. So we don't come from this position or this place of I earned this or I did that. No, he gave that to us. Does everybody understand that? Yeah. He gave us that authority. Let's move on. Ever somebody read uh, Matthew chapter 4, 17. I know this one, this scripture has been mentioned, it was mentioned last week, but it's been mentioned at
2: least three or four, maybe five times. 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Alright, one more person. Matthew 4.17, what was that translation there? Uh, King, James. King James.
1: Matthew 4.17. Somebody else have it other than King James? From that time when Jesus began to preach,
2: repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near.
1: So what does that mean? We talked about it. What does that mean? Repent for the kingdom of a he- of heaven is at hand. What's that mean? We, we talked about it, I think, second or third week. in last week. And it was mentioned last week. What's it mean? I definitely don't
2: think it last week. Well, repent means freak. Hevanoia. Uh, is that uh, the word? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Change of thoughts. Uh, I've always prayer? read that as <clears throat> repent and turn towards the kingdom because yeah. the kingdom is available. It's here now. That's It's, what saying. it's, present. it's present. Yes. What was, the word that, what was the word that you
1: used? Metamorphosis? No, what was the word that you used? No, you didn't talk about kingdom. We're getting all kinds of questions.
0: My concept is what he said was the kingdom of God is available if you want it but it takes a lifetime of metamorphosis. It's, it yeah, it's somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, I'm sorry Gary, you knew exactly. Repent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, <enjoy it.
1: laughs> for the glory to God. For the glory of God. <laughs> and so now that you know that word available was the word that, that I was looking for. Now that you, you know that word, what do you think of that? Um. Repent for the kingdom of, of heaven. The kingdom of God is a kingdom. That means repent, because it's what it's obeying to you, right? And so uh, i want to go on to a little bit of ending of week three, some of week four. Uh, the Son of God came to get the kingdom back for man. He came as a human because Earth is man's God's given domain, and only a human has the legal authority to rule it correctly. So if you go back to Genesis, when uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden, right? And then what happened? What happened after when they were in the garden? What happened? Sin Sin entered. So in that moment, what happened when sin entered? What happened? happened? Separation. It was a separation. So Adam and Eve, they were in the garden. There was no sin. What did they have since there was no sin? (laughs) Somebody tell them. Think about it. What did they have? They had dominion. They had dominion. There we go. And so when sin entered, what happened? Okay, so how do how are we going to get dominion back? I just okay. I just read it to you. But what had to happen? A in human order, had to take it back. A human had to take it back. Who was that human? Because he'd already Jesus. given it to humanity. Yes. So yeah. Jesus had to come. That's why he had to be a human. Absolutely. God had already given it to humanity, and humanity's going to surrender it. Yes. Sir. So to be human, to take it back. So, Adam and Eve. He was listening. (laughs) Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve had dominion. Sin entered, what happened? They lost dominion. So, in order for for us to get dominion back, what had to happen? It had to come through someone with flesh. flesh. So, who came? Jesus came. And so when Jesus came, he died, and what happened when he died on the cross? He rose again. He rose again? But what happened? On the cross. What is it? Sin died with with us. So because sin died, what does that mean we got back? Dominion. Everybody get it now? So Adam and Eve had dominion, sin entered, they lost dominion. In order to get dominion back, it had to come someone with what? Flesh on. And so what happens? Jesus comes, he nails sin to the cross, and now we can have dominion back. Does everybody understand that? And so you need to understand, you have dominion. Somebody write that down. I have dominion. I have dominion. Don't you forget it.
2: (laughs) So you need to know that you have dominion. You were created to rule the earth as the king's representative. You
1: were created to rule this earth as his representative. And this is why I have a hard time when um, a lot of people in the body of Christ play the victim card. Where I'm the victim, I'm this, I've been this, I've been that. And I understand things can happen to people's lives and it's very unfortunate. But you are created to rule. And so when things happen to you, yes, it may sting, yes, it may hurt. But at the end of the day, I have rulership, I have kingship. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So now, has everybody gotten that review? Mm-hmm. I know that was a quick review, but uh, I just wanted to catch everybody up. Everybody had this and wants to write it down? about to go away. And so for the rest of the class, for the 15 or so minutes that we have, I'm going to talk about obviously a new topic, and we're going to be talking about kingdom citizenship. So I want you to just write that down. There's a lot of things, I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of things that I had on my mind to talk about, and I was like, God, which one is it? I think I probably have two wreaths worth of stuff in my head. Kingdom citizenship. Does everybody have that? Write it down. Kingdom citizenship. Somebody tell me what citizenship is. What does that word mean? Part of something. Part of something? Let me ask you this. Does everybody in here have citizenship? Yes. 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 To what? The U.S. Okay. Why do you have that? Because i Okay. So if someone outside of America came to America and gets citizenship, how do they get yes. you can do it? do legally. Okay. <laughs> 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 So, it, uh, let me just read this to you. All nations, including kingdoms, have citizens. And all nations require immigration status. Everybody understand that? Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is no different. Every kingdom citizen today is a naturalized citizen. What's that mean? I'm going to read it again. Every kingdom citizen today is a naturalized citizen. Somebody tell me naturalized city. Okay. So let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. I really like this part of the kingdom. It's talking about citizenship. Because it's very, very important. Colossians 1, Amen. 13. I made have to He
0: has the power of darkness and conveyed
1: us into the kingdom of the Son of His Lord. Okay? What translation is that? New King James. I'm going to read the ESV. It's very interesting. Colossians 1.13. So what did we just finish talking about? Dominion, right? Let me read this to you. This is what it says in the ESV. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness... And transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Man, that's so good. So good. So the kingdom of God is no different. Every kingdom citizen today has to go through this. We immigrated from a foreign country, right? We just read it. What was that foreign country? Sin. Sin? The domain of what? Domain of darkness. And so we were immigrated from this place, as we just read. And why, uh, where, where we as a race have been exiled ever since Adam's Rebellion in the Garden of Eden. Alright, so let's go to the next passage of Scripture. Um, before we go there, you need to know that the human race lost citizenship in heaven. We lost our citizenship because we lost our kingdom. We lost our kingdom because we lost our what? Our territory. So let's go to John 3.3. 3. John... Three, three. We, we've also uh, read this many times throughout the six weeks. Uh-oh. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. We talked about that last
2: week. Somebody else read it from a different translation. Jesus, John three, three. Go ahead. Jesus answered him. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, how do you see the kingdom of God? Be born
1: again. again. You must be born again. I'm gonna say that again. again. How do you enter the kingdom of God? You must be born again. All right. So, what does it mean to be born again? I know we're getting really basic, but I want everybody to understand this, because we we use this term really loosely, born again, but. A lot of people don't really know what it means. To repent. To repent. <coughs> to right. transform. Transform. That's good. Anybody else? What's it mean to be born in
2: Egypt?
1: Change citizenship. Change citizenship.
2: That's really good. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we enter the What was that, East Do
0: you
1: have he said to appropriate the blood of Christ in all its forms. Thank you for the translation. <laughs> <laughs> and so we enter the kingdom of heaven through the process that Jesus called being born again, changing our mind and turning from our rebellion against God, placing our trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sin and acknowledging Him as Lord of our lives. This new birth. This is I love this this. Uh, a lot of people use different words for born again and the new birth, but I like those words, um, born again and new birth, because I think that that's the best description of what really happens when you're being born again is you being born again <laughs> <laughs> to new birth. Um, I remember one time. Steve, th- bro. Yeah. I, yeah. I a really funny story. So when I was in Bible college, uh, there was a lot of people think that when you go to Bible college, the only people at Bible college are those that are like have been saved their whole life. No. Um, but that is not the case. Uh, there's there's three different types of people that are in Bible college, Now tell this to anybody. There's the person that has been saved for a long time and wants to advance their calling. And then there's another group of people that are in Bible college that they were wild and their parents tried everything they did to try to get them to stay corrected. And they didn't, so they sent them to Bible college, which is also known as a boot camp. Yeah. And then the third thing are those that were uh, had substance abuse and the recovery programs didn't work. So their pastor or church or recovery program sent them to Bible college hoping that Bible college would fix them. And so when you go to Bible college, you'll find that there's those three group of people. Mackenzie, you'll find that there's those three people. <laughs> And so I was sitting with, with one of the, one of these people, and he was saved from less than a week before he came to Bible College. And so he was fresh. And so he's he's <laughs> sitting across from me, and I'm uh, explaining to him this transformation that has happened, and I he's crazy, born again. And I remember we're sitting across the table in the dorm and and I used the phrase born again. And all of a sudden when I said that his head starts tilting, and his eyebrows get a little pointed, and he's like... And about probably a minute after I used the word born again, he pauses me and he says, about a minute ago you used the phrase born again. I'm having a really hard time understanding that. And uh, we we had to talk for probably about 10 minutes on what was really going on um, and why it was called that. But I could just imagine in his in his mind you know not being really spiritual mature because he could just say trying to figure out how you're born again <laughs> uh, but that was just i wish you could have seen the, the look on his face it was well, it's the same thing that he asked yeah, yeah that's true immediately after womb, that yeah it's like
0: yeah. how can how Wait, can this be do we enter the womb again yeah but yeah. he was very literal about <laughs> yeah yeah he thought are you really saying well, what i, I think is. you're saying yeah And jesus goes on and said no you you were once born of the flesh, so you're a man of flesh. Yeah. But if you're born again of water and the spirit, now you're a man of the spirit. You mentioned that last yeah. week. Yeah, the next the, the next thing he said to Nicodemus, says, He said, truly I say you unless you're born of the water and the spirit, you can't enter the human yeah. kingdom of yeah. God. And you asked about salvation. When I think of that, I think of redemption. Yeah. We were all lost. Yeah. We were we were hopelessly lost captured by sin and Jesus, he's finished working on the cross, his blood his
2: resurrection. He, he redeemed us, purchased us back yeah that's so, good, do you remember the guy's name you were talking to? it, it did not have to be Nicodemus, was it? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it was a little late that I was wondering was a
1: little late for that yeah. if it was Nicodemus I probably would have start shaking <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a lot I'll beat that up. <laughs> so let's go to the next passage of scripture Ephesians chapter 2 19 Ephesians 2 19 now therefore ye are no
0: more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens of the saints and of the household of God right, one more prayer. NIV is, consequently,
2: you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow
1: citizens of God's people and also members of His household. This is one of my, honestly, one of my probably top ten favorite passages of Scripture. Because when you read this, it clearly tells you that you are no longer who you used to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody read it again. Mm -hmm. Somebody read it again. Um, Consequently, you
0: are no longer foreigners and strangers but fellow citizens with God's people and also members
1: of His household. So you're no longer foreigners. You're no longer strangers. My ESD even says aliens. So you're no longer foreigners. You're no longer a stranger. You're no longer an alien to this kingdom. Why are you no longer a stranger, a foreigner, or an alien to this kingdom? Why? Because you've been born again. And so... As a stranger, you don't have access to this. (laughs) But now, since you've been born again into this kingdom, you have access to all of these benefits that come from the kingdom. Because once again, as I mentioned in the beginning, you can only have kingdom benefits by being in what? Being in the kingdom. Does everybody get that? Uh, Let's see. Uh, That was Ephesians 2.19. Ephesians 2.19. So you are no longer foreigners strangers or aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. Uh, That comes from Ephesians 2.19. So not only does the new earth make us citizens of heaven, but our citizenship begins immediately. I'm going to read that again. Not only do you become part of this kingdom, but your citizenship begins immediately. Does everybody follow me? And... Religious religious people don't like to hear that. Because religious people say, you'll get the kingdom one day. At the very end of your life, yeah. you'll get the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. When you spend your whole, whole lifetime here on earth, your reward will be the kingdom. No. That tells me that I'm no longer a stranger, I'm no longer an alien, I'm no longer foreign to this, but the moment that I became what? Born again and the new birth happened, I at that moment, and in the kingdom of god yeah and so the religious people get mad they'll get mad because once again say mackenzie when you get to the very end of your life and you're in eternity you'll get to experience the kingdom of god one day no the kingdom that we believe in is active the moment that you were born again you are now into that kingdom just like that immediately active just like that just like if there was someone trying to get the united states and they get their citizenship The moment they get the certificate and saying that they're a citizen, they don't have to wait until so and so and so and so. The moment they did what they had to do to get the certificate, they're a citizen at that moment. Does everybody understand that? And so you have to know that the moment you're born again, you are a citizen of this kingdom that we're talking about. You are an ambassador of this kingdom. Does everybody understand that? I can't begin to tell you how many people I've run... There was a lot of people I was in Bible college that thought the exact opposite of that. That thought, okay, you know, I'm saved, I've been born again, I've experienced this, this new birth, and I would have they would some of them would even say these exact comments. I can't wait until I get to heaven and I can experience this kingdom. Man, what are you missing out? What are you missing out when you've got, as Frank talked about last week, this whole journey that you get an experience of the kingdom here on earth. And you're just one day, see. One day, one day Mackenzie, one day I'll experience this kingdom that is talked about all in the, in the Scripture. No, the moment you are born again, you are at that moment in the kingdom and you get to experience this kingdom here on earth. Does everybody get that? Yeah. I really need you to understand that. Understand that. We are citizens of heaven right now. Somebody write that down. I'm a citizen of heaven right now and it's active in my life. Religious people will say, you'll be a citizen someday. You'll be in the kingdom someday. You'll have joy later. You'll be a full citizen one day. But not today, not yet. The kingdom hasn't come yet. No. The kingdom has come. Kingdom citizenship is never postponed. The kingdom of God is present and it's functional on the earth right now. The kingdom of God is present and it's functional in the earth. Right? Right? now at this moment. So, so it's functional and it's present in the earth right now. But how do you see the kingdom? We just read it in a passage of Scripture a couple of days ago. How do you see it? You must, you must be born again. And so everything comes back to that. If you want to see this kingdom, be a part of this kingdom, benefit from this kingdom, you must be born again. You must be born again. If you have been born again, then you have right to this citizenship. That means that all rights, benefits, privileges of kingdom citizenship is yours right now at this moment. You don't have to wait until some indefinite time in the future. You have access to this kingdom citizenship right now at this very moment. You can get kingdom in your life right now. And the sad thing is, so many people live in this destitute place their whole life waiting to experience this kingdom. You know, I'll I'll experience this joy eventually someday. I'll experience this peace eventually someday. I'll experience happiness someday. That day, you know, when I get to heaven and get to experience this kingdom. Man, what a waste of life. Seriously, think about that. What a waste of life. Living your whole life expecting to get something one day that you can get right here, right now, at this very present moment. And so, as I conclude tonight, right on time, I want you to understand that you didn't get anything from this whole six weeks Understand this that that principle I just shared with you. That when you were born again, at that very moment, you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Does everybody understand that? Yes, sir. Anybody have any questions about that? You have to understand that. Otherwise, you'll be searching everything your whole life and it's, and you'll be you'll be you'll be just like the religious. Mm-hmm. One day, no. At this day, this very moment, everybody in here is saved, right? Yes. So you are citizens of heaven yes. and part of that kingdom, yes. and you're a partaker in that kingdom. Mm-hmm. You have access to joy. You've got access to prosperity. Yeah. You've got access to peace. Peace, what? What's the scripture say? Okay, peace, joy, and what? Righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Say it again. Righteousness, Righteousness,
2: peace, and joy
1: in in the Holy Ghost. Ghost. So you have access to that. Why? As a partaker in the kingdom of God, those things are active right now, at this moment. Does everybody get that? Yes. Yes, So, everybody. Did anybody learn anything this past six weeks? Absolutely. Absolutely. So So. Obviously, this concludes the, the six weeks. Um, all of these have been taped, and all of them will be on YouTube. I'm about two weeks behind, so just give me time and they'll all be up there and on my podcast. Uh, hopefully, I can get to that sometime this week or next week and couple of them all on the YouTube podcast. But just be looking out for them if you want to. I go back and listen to them, I'll be honest with you. Just because there's some things that I say that aren't in my notes that I want to go back and. And get in my spirit, um, and so go back, watch them over and over again, um, and and continue to be fed, share it with share with people, uh, because I believe as as Frank mentioned last week, um, was it in is it in Luke when it says Luke chapter was it? in Luke, and it says that when you preach the kingdom of God, it's at that moment when the kingdom of God is preached to the ends of the earth. What then he'll come to. Yeah. Was that Luke? Luke? Yeah, it was Luke. Luke's on and 12 So, so and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto all the earth. <laughs> and then I'll come. And so I believe that if we want to see the kingdom of God come on the earth, mm-hmm. what needs to happen? The kingdom of God needs to be preached yeah. Yeah. in all facets. Not half of the kingdom part of the kingdom. The whole kingdom has to be preached, yeah. um, and it amazes me the people that believe the believe parts of the kingdom. They'll believe the part of the kingdom that says I'm going to heaven when I'm born again, but they won't believe the part of the kingdom that says I'm to live a prosperous life yeah. here on earth. And so, the whole kingdom has to be preached. Does everybody understand that? When the whole kingdom's preached, then it'll come. And so I believe that I'm one of those people that God's raising up to preach His kingdom. And, um, and so I believe every one of you all in here are going to be preaching the kingdom wherever you go. Yes. I believe that your life will preach the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And so understand that no matter where you're at in work, no matter where you go in life, at school, uh, and McKenzie, I'll tell you right now, the biggest place where people need the kingdom of God is in Bible college. Because right. there's a lot of religious people in Understand? I have only know their theology or or their relationship based off of someone else told me this and someone else told me that, then they need kingdom. So That's good. everywhere where you go, the kingdom should be just oozing out of you. Does everybody get that? Yeah. And so um, watch what God will do in your life now that you have an understanding of the kingdom of God, and be ready for kingdom opportunities. Yeah. Um, don't shy away from the kingdom. Um, be ready for God to use you in all, all the aspects and areas of your life. We get it?
0: Yes, sir. All right, Steve, would you close us in prayer? Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for just who you are. I thank you for your blood. yes. yes. I thank you for redeeming us, Father, and for bringing us your kingdom. Yes. I thank you for this teaching and the truth, Father. I thank you for your spirit that guides us in all truth. Yes. And I pray that these principles and that these truths are, are safe in our hearts. I pray that they burn within us, Father, uh, like a fire in our bones, that we couldn't keep it to ourselves. I pray that you empower every person in this room to preach the kingdom wherever they go, so we can see you return. We love you, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks for your blood. We give you thanks for the empty tomb and the promise of life eternal in Christ
2: Jesus. Amen.